Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Oriyedi. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast where we take a moment to acknowledge that we are all in this together. Through enlightening conversations and personal insights, we like to connect with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness in their individual journeys. Our hope is to encourage you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. It is a pleasure to welcome back the inimitable and always inspiring Mr. Talmud Spicer on the podcast. Uncle Sonny, as he's known throughout most circles, was a blast to connect with on his last appearance. It was only a matter of time before we'd managed to wrangle the universe in order to allow us a second round at an amazing exchange. On this episode, we share honestly and openly about our thoughts on acceptance, inner conflict, destructive dialogue, giving from your cup, energy, being you for you, and so much more. You guys are really going to enjoy this one, I assure you. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 82, with our Uncle Sonny, Mr. Talmud Spicer. Here we go. I really do appreciate you for like you know, for for coming on this adventure a second time, man. So it's like again, really honored and really, really thankful for your gracious time and and energy. Uh, you know, just as always, you know, with our mutual concept of like trying to help people do better and just trying to you know elevate them to a, you know another more powerful, more elevating mindset. Um, what do we want to touch on? You know, as always, because uh, again, there's so much we could talk about. But hey, you know, just launching it off into the universe. Um, something that you did share over Facebook, and it was something that is so, as again, we like to use that word cliche, but also so on point. Speak it equals live it. The mm-hmm. words that you speak will manifest your truth. That's how I interpret it. But I appreciate the fact that you copy pasted it in terms of the importance to not just say it once, not just say it twice, but you need to repeat it in terms of manifest your existence repeatedly. Is that what I understood? Absolutely. Yeah, there was real, really no wrong way to interpret it. It, it was very straight and straight to the point speaking that I believe wholeheartedly that the words you speak are the house you live in, for sure, for sure. And I, I actually think that there's, there's a, a, a science to it. The, the words you speak uh, beyond, you know, frequency and vibrations being a real thing, they're not really tangible. So it's, it's really hard for people to, um, to adhere to that, that concept that the words you speak are actual physical things because they're not tangible. But I, I think that uh, when you tie in your perception to it, it makes you act and respond to certain things in a certain, in a, in a given way that does create the reality for you. For instance, mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're in a relationship, right? And mm-hmm. you might have a, a bad feeling about the person. You might think that they're doing some things behind your back. Um, and that may be an internal problem. But what you do is you accuse that person, right? Constantly, day in and day out. What are you doing? You're questioning them. You're, you're treating them as if you don't trust them, right? All mm-hmm. along, they're not actually doing anything. That's not a part of the reality, but it is your experience, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually, that person says, well, if you're going to accuse me anyway, I might as well go ahead and do this. And I think that's one real, real simple example of how the words you speak and the thoughts you think create the reality, because it's really hard to make that connection between something that hasn't happened and something that you caused to happen, you know, with your words alone. 
of course it doesn't make it right and there's no excuse for somebody to be uh dishonest or you know go behind somebody's back but i think when you're conscious and aware of the power that you have with the words that come out of your mouth then you can do a better job at maybe avoiding that situation or communicating better you know so that mm-hmm. you have more options and opportunity for a happy life mhm so we always need to keep in mind that our words carry weight our words carry truth and our words carry you know in that in that same sense they also carry consequence good or bad yeah they have the power to create but it's so easy to how how do I how do I want to say this and again this is I'm only saying this because I've experienced it as well and that's how I'm interpreting it often enough we come to terms with the fact that hey maybe I am this talented maybe I am this competent maybe I deserve this love from this other person maybe I am I do deserve this raise but sometimes people are just like so blown away by the fact that they have this potential that they're 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 pushed away by it they feel insecure because the simple realization of all the greatness that is within you is sometimes intimidating when you know that's and i don't mean to sound you know just off putting but that is as backwards like don't you want to feel proud of yourself don't you want to feel whole don't you want to feel like you know you know that sense of achievement but a lot of people are often often enough intimidated by that and i never understand why i yeah that that's that's very uh very tricky you know and i think that i think what you what you're doing is you're bringing something out of me hot off of the presses right so before this conversation i think i would have a hard time uh understanding that concept too how how can you be afraid of greatness how can you be afraid of success if it's in you bring it out but at the same time um i may be a little bit nervous about jumping on the podcast you know because i do have something of of value to offer but there's so much weight on my shoulder to do it the right way you know to make sure mm-hmm. i don't waste this opportunity or to make sure that you know I don't end up taking steps backwards or whatever the case may be and I think that's where the fear fear comes in is that you have the opportunity it's your time to shine and that's so much pressure it's so much uh, it's so much more riding on you doing it right you know that then you start to get doubts in your mind and maybe the doubts are what you what you, what you're afraid of maybe not so much as a success but I think the the um potential for success definitely adds to the weight of the situation and that's why I like to respond uh counterintuitively when I feel mm-hmm. that way I like to run towards it and I think that's why we're on the podcast for a second time because I really like you know the experience that I had last time but uh, I do think that I was operating from that fear state you know uh Likewise. where this time I I'm kind of more operating from the I do have something to offer. This is going to go great. You know, I'm having a, a good time. I enjoy doing this. I enjoyed doing it the last time and I just wanted to, you know, get get another go at it. This is the same for me and every single time, every single we're almost like what 80 episodes, 80 plus episodes in and I'm still learning and every time I launch into these conversations, sometimes I do have a genuine feeling, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Because I tr- a lot of people think like, man, you make it look so easy. No, repetition, trial and error, knock my ass backwards, ask questions, stay curious, stay humble. You know, I try to redo this formula every single time. and it's a wonderful work in progress when i get somebody else on the other end who's actually willing to walk along with me and it's a fun experience all throughout because you can only do by doing 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody can have a perfect plan, but you actually have to execute it. That's the thing. Everybody keeps saying that, you know, this as an entrepreneur, everybody has Mm -hmm. ideas, right? But Mm -hmm. the guy who gets gets the results or who actually has the more recognition, we're not talking about the revenue or the success or the money that always comes, but you get the most recognition or satisfaction or acknowledgement from actually doing something, whatever it is, just, just start, just start, just do something. Facts. (laughs) Big facts. I'm actually uh, connected with this guy, uh, Brandon Marshall, he's a, a coach. Shout out to Brandon Marshall. He he talks about something called taking imperfect action, which is is uh, lowering your guard and stop worrying about everything being so perfect before you act. Instead, I think, and I think it's really good because when you take imperfect action, you get something out of you that now you can look at and mold and do better the next time. But if you never take that action, you never create that experience. So you don't have anything to start building upon. You know, you may have this idea in your head, you may have this vision, but you can't, you can make a vision as grand as possible. You can't uh, move forward. You can't progress on it until you act. So it's important to be able to take imperfect action. We're so concerned with putting you know, fourth, our best self, mm-hmm. we, again, we're just weighed down by this constant seeking of, you know, just trying to put the best image forward, trying to best the best product forward, the best packaging, the best image, the most, the most perfect audio, the most perfect written article, when you could just as well learn along the way. It, you can only do uh, by doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we, we got to focus less on the outcome and focus more on the process. You know, I, something that struck me when you said, uh, when you started talking about us putting our best self forward, I think that it is a tremendous thing to realize that you already are your best self and you only get better by expressing that. You know, so that best self that we have our idea, our idea of in our head that mm-hmm. we're afraid to, to take the first step because it's not our best self. That's what's really keeping us from being our best self. And the opposite, realizing that you already are your best self and walking and living in that is the only way to become better, to improve. Because you are here. You You're are on... you. Exactly. And this is what you, this is what, this is your God-given truth. This is your God-given reality. And this is the best canvas you can get to work with. So do your best with it because it's not going anywhere. This is what you have to work with. You know, (laughs) do, does ego ever fall into play when we try again, for those people who refuse to, you know, adjust and accept the fact that, Hey, you know what? Um, You can change and you can do better. And it is within you to actually do put in the work. Sometimes, you know, we let our own ego get in the way. I was wondering if you could speak on that when ego gets in the way of your of your better self. Oh, absolutely. I think ego, because ego is this picture, is this character that you have in your head of who you're supposed to be and where you're supposed to go and who you're supposed to be with and what you're supposed to be doing. And sometimes it gets in the way of what your higher calling is. You know, it, it, it'll take you away from what your truth is, what your true circumstances is. It'll, it'll make you resent where you are and who you are. You know, just because I don't have this car, that means that I, I can't be happy. You know, that's just your ego talking. Or um, if this person doesn't treat me like this, if they don't buy me gifts, you know, every Saturday, you know, from from here on out, then that's not the relationship I need to be in. That's your ego talking, your, your higher self is love. Your higher self is acceptance. It's not resistance. 
Um, and, and once you accept yourself, that's when your higher self can show and you, it's way more beneficial to me anyway than listening mm-hmm. to your ego. But mm-hmm. what I am learning right now is that instead of battling your ego, that is something else that we all we need to accept. It's a it's a part of the game. It's just like everything else, just like any negative experience, uh, any situation or whatever. Your ego is a part of that too, um, because there there is an idea of who I am. Just like I have a race, just like I have a nationality, just like I have a gender. It's it's a role that I'm playing. But when I realize that, it doesn't become who I am. You understand? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? And and it's very new to me as well. I'm just playing with it as as we speak as well. But it's starting to make sense to me that when I can preside over my ego, then I can I know what I can mold it to be. You know, I can be who I want to be. Versus having this idea in my head that was created by society or created by my family or created by whatever is created by, and it's controlling who I am and how I feel. I think it's, it's a more beneficial way to look at it that way. So we owe it to ourselves to recognize when our ego is speaking louder than our conscious intent or personal truth. Mm-hmm. You owe I- it to yourself to not get into your own way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Once you do that, then you can, your, your, your ego becomes malleable as well. Something that obviously we, I hope we could have touched on like, you know, over the past, the, over the last episode, we never got to openly talk about what started the uncle Sonny project. The uncle Sonny project. Um, where, where do I start? Where do I start? Wherever we got the time. I got coffee. We got the time. <laughs> um, I, I want to, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. I realized that, a big part of being an entrepreneur, being successful and being able to do what you want, go where, where you want and have the experience that you want is a largely about making your life not about you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to create something that was as beneficial and you know provided a huge amount of value to those around me as much as I possibly could. And this sort of program is what came to mind. Right. And I think that. It, it was really, uh, it really spoke to me because I had gone on a uh, entrepreneurial endeavor recently or close to that, that time in my life where I didn't have the advice that I'm giving right now, that I, mm-hmm. I did pick up my bags and move across the country and I had a relationship and that became a long distance relationship and I had a lot of different emotions and experiences and a lot of things that I could not deal with. You know, almost to the point of no return, but I, I ended up packing my bags and coming back home. I didn't want to hear anything positive at all. I didn't want to hear no quotes. I don't want to hear, I didn't want to watch a YouTube video. I just <laughs> wanted a job, you know, nine to five. And that's it. Just live my life, give me my paycheck, live my life. But it didn't really sit right with me. So thank God. I mean, I, I snapped out of that. But now I realize how important. It's not enough to just hear, you know, positive statements. It's not enough to just think positive. It, there were strategies and there were uh, different habits that weren't in place that, you know, is a part of mental hygiene, right? So I started calling myself a mental hygienist. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the words, Uncle Sonny, my name is Talmadge, and uh, I'm named after my father's favorite uncle. His name is Talmadge, but they all called him Sonny. I never met him, but I heard he was a really nice guy. So that spoke to me as well. So it all came together, Uncle Sonny Project. And it's all about wow. building a relationship with yourself and, you know, practicing positive mental habits, meditation, eating right, exercise, and all these things. Because my hope is that when you get mm-hmm. right with your number one, your star player yourself, then you're more fit to go ahead and pursue the business that you want and ultimately create the life that you want. Because I, I read a lot about entrepreneurship that it's first of all, and I really like the fact that you basically, you know, just solidify what I understood about entrepreneurship was it first of all, yeah, sure. It's about solving problems, but at the very core, it's about serving, serving others, serving their needs, serving their concerns, serving their, their, their fears, you know, just in any way, shape or form, if you're serving truthfully and mm-hmm. earnestly, the success, quote-unquote, however you want to call it, the fame, the money, whatever, it all falls into place. Just Absolutely. as long as your core values are anchored into serving. Absolutely. But you cannot give what you do not have. And that's the part that I missed when I moved to Idaho. Okay. What happened there? Well, what happened in Idaho, I was running a business. I was representing uh, a five, Fortune 500 company inside of a big box retailer. We were mm-hmm. selling direct TV. So I hired and trained uh, representatives to go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, what, I, what I mean when I say you can't give what you don't have is uh, when it comes to serving. I was in a position where I had a team that I needed to motivate, you mm-hmm. know, and I felt like I was naturally really good at it, which is another reason why I'm here right now and pursuing to pursuing this project. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I realized that when I needed the motivation, I didn't have it, you know, and I couldn't give it to them. I couldn't even give it to myself. You know, I went to a really dark place. So I realized that if I want to give love or teach people about love, I needed to first love myself. So once I started practicing gratitude, when I started practicing meditation, when I started being serious about going to the gym, I realized how much my life has changed. And I feel like that was the missing piece that I needed in my in my uh, my business. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel as though no matter what happens in my business now, it's up, it's down, it's left, it's right. My relationship up, down, left, right. Whatever the case is, I found a, a foundation that I think I can stand on. And it's within myself. So it's nothing that I need to grasp for from somebody else. And I think that's super. That's it's, To me, it's like pop spinach uh, to Popeye is to have that spiritual base to that, that connection, that relationship with yourself. Do you believe that the self is always organically evolving? I am not the same person I was yesterday. Like 15 years ago, I was not the same person, not just in age, but mm-hmm. also in the, within the self. And do you believe that's something that is constantly evolving? I think so. I think it's definitely changing for sure. I think as far as the evolution is concerned, I think you have to be aware of it. For it to be considered evolution, right? Because mm-hmm. we're definitely changing. But if you are in resistance to that change, I don't know if you're going to be evolving because you're not having a good time. You're not learning the lessons. You're you're fighting the lessons. You're running away from the lessons, you know. But if you're un- under the understanding that 2019, I'm not going to be the same person that I'm in 2020. 
Now your antennas are up. Now you're looking mm-hmm. for what is changing, how it's going to change you, how you can use it to, to be a better person um, and, and, you know, utilize it, use that energy instead of resisting it. You know, a lot of people, they're changing, they're moving, things are changing mm-hmm. organically, but they're not, they may not be utilizing it to their best ability. Because it really harkens back to, um, yet again, another post uh, that you li- that you launched on Facebook. And this was also so on point in regards to relationships and the energy that we, you know, not just the, um, share with our environment, but also the energy that gravitates around us because everything is energy. And you said it was very simple. You Not everybody can, you can't bring everybody up with you in terms of like on your journey, you will meet people along your way, but not everybody that comes across your path is meant to stay there. And I was just wondering if you could just share a little bit more about that, because I thought that was so important. That's the way I understood it, but I'm not sure if you meant it in a different way. And I thought that was so powerful in regards to the relationships that we have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We, I think what I was, uh, the nerve that I was trying to hit is the relationships and how deep they become over time. And then realizing that you may be on two separate paths, but you want them to be on your path so much that you cause yourself frustration and stress, trying to explain a point, trying to implant seeds in their brain, trying to do this and do that. And you got to realize that if your destination is different, your conversations will be different. Ooh, can we write that one down? <laughs> Let me grab my pen. <laughs> oh, man. Go tell, go tell. Give me that one again. If your destination is different, your conversation will be different. Nice. Show title. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah so so uh when you realize that now i think you have one more room for acceptance of that person which also gives you more of a chance and opportunity to allow that relationship to be what it is or you also have the opportunity to have uh you know comfort in knowing why you guys aren't talking or the relationship doesn't last whatever but i think the the last thing that you want to do is be stressed out about somebody who doesn't see things your way, regardless of how close you have become. Mm-hmm. Cause it's always the fear. Um, it's easy to say that about, and that was always one of my biggest uh, concerns. Cause you know, when you look at relationships with people like, you know, and you know, when you're, when you're a high achiever and somebody was not on the same level as you, uh, whether it's a friend, whether it's a colleague, whether it's a business relationship, or again, a significant other, if you're not on the same wavelength, you don't want to be like, you know, just um, feeling as you're forcing something onto per- somebody else. But at the same time, you want to be able to have that communic- that open communication of like helping the person see the world from your perspective. But the acceptance is a very difficult playing game. You know, it's like a seesaw effect. Respect also versus motivation. It's... It's really weird. It's really, really weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think when it, when it comes to acceptance, it is, it is hard because how can you accept something that you don't like, you know, that, that's not going your way? I think that uh, the biggest example of acceptance or the best example I have is from the Kevin Hart book. What is it called? Um, I Can't Make This Up. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he has something that it is a tool in his tool belt that allows him to get over things really quick. He calls it the shrug. So when it, when it's something that hits him out of left field and it pretty much surprises him, I don't want to do too much to ruin the book, but mm-hmm. he'll, he'll pretty much shrug it off. 
Now, I, it's weird because it seems like that's somebody who is bottling up their emotions. But I think in the grand scheme, he was just able to accept it and move on. You know, move these on. cards that I've been dealt, let me play them accordingly. You know, I, I think that he has a wide array of emotions, just like any other human being does. But the ability to accept new information in new situations, I think, is a big role and uh, played a big role in his his success in his career. I think also another big, big shrug, shoulder shrug of Kevin Hart's was uh, not doing, not hosting the award show in the first place. You know, saying that, realizing that this isn't something that's aligning with my energy and I have a bigger message to port, uh, portray than, than I would at, you know, being a host. Mm-hmm. Because society is leaning towards a way of, uh, you know, pitchforks and, and torches you know, on certain celebrities for certain things or whatever. I think he handled it really well, and I don't think that he so was able to do it without that acceptance of the situation and how he felt about the situation, because a lot of people would go against how they felt. But I, from listening to his book, again, um, he had experiences where he got super excited about something. Like he had a show, and I don't know if too many people know about it, but he had a, a, a sitcom. You know, and it was getting picked up by ABC, I think, one of the big networks, right? Mm-hmm. And in the ceremony, during the ceremony, while they were going to announce his new show, they canceled the show as he was walking on stage. Canceled. Ouch. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, so that, that hurt a lot. But eventually, he got around to that shrug, and he is where he is now. Say what you want, say what you will. You know, he's come a very long way. And I never try to, you know, bash on, you know, uh, on anybody. I respect the grind. I respect the whole something. You know, facts are facts. You know, he has done a lot of work and he has the success to show for it. And he has the recognition to show for it. Hard work, game, recognized game. You have to give it to him. He's worked hard for where he is. And I was telling my wife this, not even a couple of months ago. I was just like, just watching like, you know, uh, old YouTube videos. And I was watching Lean Back. And then there was like, you know, a comedic skit. And like, he's right there. I was like, that's that's a very young Kevin. That's a very young Kevin Hart. He No, go back. Go back to your latest YouTube. Go watch the Lean Back video. Just find it and just wait for it. Just wait for it. And you're going to see him. A very young Kevin Hart doing like, you know, a, a comedic skit. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's coming good for you kevin good for you it energizes you you know it really energizes you how um how do you stay consistent tell because if anything that's come up over the path of entrepreneurship walking along your journey staying true to your personal truth mm-hmm. sometimes you get exhausted sometimes you get doubtful sometimes you get fearful what makes you dig deep and keep going tell all right. So a couple of things are coming to mind when you ask me that question. Uh, and one reoccurring one, and I think I'll go with that, is acceptance. And the reason mm-hmm. I say that is because the very first thing that came to my mind is, well, I'm not the guy to talk about consistency. You know, I got other strengths and stuff. Consistency is not one of them. But mm-hmm. I don't stop. You know, I may not have all the habits that I want but I know I'm not going to stop. And I think the reason that I can do that is because I've taken a step back from myself and I know that I want to go to the gym every day, but me not going to the gym every single day or missing a couple of days, maybe missing a week. Sometimes I miss a month, two months or something like that. 
I realized that, you know, this is just a low moment. You know, this is just a time where my energy is out of whack and I need to allow it. I don't need to resist it. I need to allow myself to uh, be lazy or whatever case may be. And sometimes I get sick and tired of so sick and tired of being lazy that boom, that's the kick, the kick in the butt mm-hmm. that I need. As soon as I realize, Tal, you're a bum. Once, <laughs> once I hear that, boom, I'm back in the gym. And now my, my stint is a little bit longer in the gym. You know, mm-hmm. I, I fall off the horse often, but I'm always, 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 you know, waiting and ready and, you know, willing and trying to change my environment or trying to change my thoughts or try to change my energy or align my energy rather, rather than change is a better word with, uh, you know, my goals and my habits, you know? So I, I think taking a step back and realizing that Rome wasn't built in a day is a really good way to practice consistency i really 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 acknowledge that as true because you need to sometimes step away from your own formula because again adaptation is important you know this as an entrepreneur there's no fixed reality you have to be able to be malleable my own experience is really again you talked about acceptance i'm going to piggyback and talk about don't just do it I know it sounds really cheesy, but you know what? Just just do it. Sometimes discipline is doing what you're supposed to do even when you don't want to do it. And you're right. You have to allow yourself the space and permission. I love that word, permission, to accept the fact that, okay, today you're not in it. Because you know you're going to be on top of it. It's okay. But at least I'm aware that, okay, this is just one moment where, okay, you know what? I don't have the energy or the time or the creativity or the spunk to actually make it happen, but it'll happen. And it's totally fine. I like to, I think I like to dig deep. It's like, if I'm, if my lull is, is um, a little bit longer than I'd like it to be, I think that I, uh, I look outside of the actual action as mm-hmm. to what's causing the lull. You know, what what else is out of alignment that might be stopping me from going to the gym this this morning? My plan, uh, I had just I just moved um, apartments. OK, so I got my new room set up exactly how I want it and everything is uh, is great. And I'm all right. Cool. So now let's go back to the gym. Let's do 5 a.m. But um, today, nothing. Last night I, I did go. <laughs> but this morning, 4 a.m. came. You know, and that's a big, big jump because I'm used to, you know, I've been waking up at, at eight, you know, recently. But I realized that not going to sleep is what caused me not to not get up. I woke up, but I didn't get up. You know, I was I didn't have the energy to go to the gym, but it wasn't necessarily about me just getting up and doing it in this case. Because how can I expect myself to get up and go to the gym all of a sudden when I didn't even go to sleep the way I was supposed to go to sleep? You know, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes it, you got to take a couple steps back and look into different things. Like, what what is your day like? You have to set up your day from start to finish. And with me personally, I know that if anything is out of place, there's a it's more of a chance for more things to be out of place. You know, so I got to get jump in when I jump in, fall off when I fall off, jump in when I jump in, and just keep it going. It's like double dutch for me. I want to throw a. Like, I want to ask you for advice 
about something that happened to me recently. And this is just me taking like, you know, an out of body experience and basically analyzing myself. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can relate. You know, when you're, when you are that person that everybody, everybody like, you know, feels okay speaking to when you know, you're just, you know, not venting to sharing. And so you're a big energy sponge, right? That's me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's me. I take on a lot of that, but what happens like a sponge, it fills up and eventually, you know, it's overflowing. Right. What happens for us in that situation when you're the person who needs, you know, that, you know, that release of energy, but you understand that, you know, you don't want to be putting that much weight on somebody else. How would you suggest what would be, you know, your tips of best practices in my position? Because sometimes, you know, it's it's a little bit overwhelming. Mm-hmm. If I'm understanding it right, I think mm-hmm. that. I think that the the right thing to do and the right thing to say here is to be that source of energy for yourself to stop thinking of yourself as a sponge and more of a cup, you know, okay. and yes, and your cup does need to be filled. So it does take energy, but if you can fill your own cup, then you can overfill your cup. And once you overfill your cup, now you have enough to spread around. So when those other people do come around and they need something from you, you have your excess, you have your abundance. You know, that's if I'm understanding it right. Yes, that's exactly it. You're right. Got to give from your overflow. So I think that's the big part about a big uh, part of what Uncle Sunny Project is, is being able to fill up your own cup, you know, because I was I was like you. I could picture myself like drowning in a pool or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I would reach out for help from my mentor, reach out for help from my parents or reach out for my friends or whoever. My girl, it was long distance relationship. She wasn't happy about that, you know. And when I couldn't get out the pool by their means, I was resentful towards them, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, by the grace of God, I did survive that. Um, But then I learned that you can't you can't have the source of your happiness or your your uh peace come from outside of you so that's when meditation came into play that's when a lot of research into youtube university came into play and that's where you know me wanting to give to other people because i know as long as i'm giving that means i'm full myself if i'm uh-huh. not giving then i know that i'm not full you know and i need to do some filling i need to do some you know some inner work so it's okay. Again, we're saying the same thing that we started like at the beginning of the conversation. You need to understand, first of all, if your cup is empty, you got nothing to give. So don't pretend that you do. And okay. it's okay for your cup to be empty sometimes, as long as you know you're the one that needs to fill it. All right. That's a great perspective. I didn't say that's right. See, the simple fact that we use our words, again, I use the word sponge. And the fact that you give me the word cup, I did not, I didn't even foresee that. Yeah. I didn't even see that. I really didn't. I just kept seeing like, you know, sponge, 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 sponge. Like I'm taking it in, I'm taking it in, taking it in. And eventually, you know, I, there's, there's nothing much for me to feel like I'm just taking on too much. And eventually, you know, I'm just full of everybody else's energy. <laughs> yeah, I'm only 32, man. I don't know what I'm going to say next either. <laughs> it's amazing. Energy is important. Energy is uh, something that we need to cultivate, uh, both positive and negative. And it's always important to stay mindful um of that and uh, sometimes even me um sometimes when you know i know i understand my triggers and when i can identify that i'm not always in the proper place my natural reaction is to protect other people you know and you know just not isolate myself but give people fair warning you know 
whether at work, whether at home, whether any, anywhere else, it's always very important. And I think that it's also important. People should practice this more because, again, we always have a tendency to naturally just vent. And sometimes you need to give people fair warning. Like, listen, I'm not in the best headspace right now. And, um, you know, maybe it would be fair to advise you that, you know, I'm not, you know, always as pleasant. And people appreciate that rather than just like, you know, just being all sulky and negative because maybe, hey, sometimes people do care enough to listen and mm -hmm. don't assume that, you know, it's okay to just vent or whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, that's something I do, I do go through sometimes. And my natural reaction just to protect other people is just to, you know, just to use the proper words. I'm impaired. Uh, it is difficult for me to express how I feel. Mm -hmm. I do not have the words to share mm -hmm. into uh, what I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most people... Uh, respond uh you know pretty pretty well to that yeah. it's like oh okay i might not know what you're going through but i acknowledge uh, how you feel i remember uh will smith saying something like that it was it was yeah i think it's very mature and very uh introspective as well I, but i think the biggest problem that i think the initial problem that a lot of people have to get over is introspection you know we're a lot of the people that I know are so caught up in this ex external world that they don't realize how their internal uh, experience plays a role in it, you know? So it, it's like, for me personally, right, if I'm going to get into a heated argument with somebody or whatever, my focus isn't on uh, my capabilities to have this this exchange right now. It's more so on this person needs to change and stop doing what they're doing that's making me feel the way that I'm feeling that's making me say the things that I'm saying mm -hmm. you know instead of just realizing that look the energy is a little high I mean I'm I'm good up to a point mm -hmm. I'm really good at you know de-escalating situations I'm very level-headed and logical and stuff like that but once you get to a certain point I know that experience too and I know everybody has different levels so I know it's, it's going to apply to you if you if you realize that the first thing you need to do is look inward before you look outward. Then there's a lot, there's a, a lot of, uh, there's greater ways to deal with certain situations. And it's all about, you know, putting things in proper perspective to bring the proper level of communication and energy within this space, whether in a space of discord or disagreement, mm -hmm. we need to be able to have, you know, a, an efficient flow of communication. If we're not able to do that right now, best case scenario, we both step away and try to address this in a more proper and, you know, more efficient manner at a later time. Because okay. it's not always easy. Of course, we're doing, we're being very efficient and methodical, but in the heat of emotions, it's not always easy. It's easier said than done. And I do acknowledge that. Not, it's, not, it's not a given. It is definitely not a given, always yeah. depending on what you're dealing with, obviously. It takes practice. It, it takes practice. On a lighter note, my man, just launching it out into the universe. What's something that made you smile recently? This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Too cheesy. Give me something else. Immediately. Immediately. That's what I'm right now. Um, well, all right. So something, something pretty big. It made not just me smile, but my heart smile. Uh, my grandma just recently had her 70th birthday, right? And I think mm -hmm. I, I said, I mentioned it earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I flew out to Virginia to see her at my aunt's house. I've never been there before because she just got a new house. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like a birthday party slash housewarming. But the big part about it was my grandma was convinced that I would not be able to make it. I live in California now. Mm-hmm. So it was a cross-country trip. I had a job lined up. I had this. I had that. Um, I just had camp- come back from Arizona, so I'm moving all around. She was convinced that there was no way that I could make it. And when I did, I surprised her. She was super happy. Got it on tape. You know, so it's on, on the Facebook Wow. Something that's great. Something that's going to go down in the history books. That's something that made me smile. And then the whole weekend was, you know, really great. Splendid. Had a great time. These little moments are those that, you know, go down. Because, see, again, you brought up a fact that it's not about the material things. It's Mm -hmm. about the emotions and the people that we share. Um, I had, you know, just, just, uh, you know, just if we're playing poker, okay, I see your grandma visit and I raise you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for me uh it was um it was two things uh i'm gonna give another two two quick examples uh the most recent one um maybe like two days ago uh this really close friend of mine because you know i grew up in haiti and uh, this really close friend of mine like you know we've been together for like over like over past 30 years like we go back to basically grade school and you know we go off and on the whatsapps and everything we text each other whatever and you know we talk about we talk a lot text each other a lot and we're just saying, oh, what's a good book you read recently? And I just mentioned this book right off the top. I'm like, yeah, I can think of this book by so-and-so, so-and-so. Yeah, I should read that. And you're like, you know, sure, fine. And then I don't think about it anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, maybe the day before last, he sends me a, a screenshot of uh, Amazon order. He ordered he ordered the book for me, and it was like, I got it yesterday. And I called him up, like, dude, you're insane. Man. I said, no, like, you know, we've been like, you know, and the reason, and what he said really touched me, okay? Mm-hmm. He's like, you're such a giving person. You are such a giving person. But in 30 years, I don't often remember you saying like, you know, how or when, you know, you, you don't often get stuff, obviously occasions, which is obviously, but out of the blue and just as, you know, just to say it bluntly, just as a fuck it gift, you know, just fuck it. Yeah. I don't often get that from you, but you do that for people all the time. So I just wanted to show you that you're appreciated and you're acknowledged and you're loved. You know, it's like, oh man, like, <laughs> like come on. Like all the feels, man. All the feels. <laughs> really tugged at the heartstrings. Really, like makes your heart smile. Makes your heart smile. But on uh, a bigger example uh, was uh, over the holidays, just before the holidays. Um, uh, my sister, my older sister, were, were three of us. My older sister had a baby. Uh, out of the three kids, I had kids first, and my sister just had a baby, like my nephew. But I had never met, uh, I never met my nephew, but I only saw him over pictures and stuff. And she was like, you know, doing a short stay in New York for a bit. I'm in Montreal. New York is a six hour drive. And uh, my wife was like, listen, your sister's there. Uh, she's probably leaving, what, next week? Uh, she can't come up to Canada, but you can go see her. Mm-hmm. So how do we make this happen? And I'm like, are you serious right now? It was like Thursday. Yeah. And I'm like, how do we make this happen? So I called, we have family in New York. So I called my cousin like, yo. If I get in a car tomorrow, Friday, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can I crash at your crib and don't tell my sister I'm coming? Like, can we do this? Like, dude, just, nice. just come, like, just get here. Just like get here. So four o'clock in the morning, get in the car, drive to New York, Saturday, <laughs> and, then, and then Friday, like Friday afternoon, like early, really early. I go to see my sister at my, at my aunt's house. She opens the door. Like she was not a million things ran through her head as to who was ringing. But in no way, shape, or form was she expecting me on the front door. So 
you know, through my wife's advice and, you know, consistent, because, you know, logic always kicks in. I was like, why would I drive down to New York? And I was like, come on, let's, but no, we made that happen. And it was like, you know, it was a a really cherished moment. So it was like, it was really meaningful. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm not sure where I went through the story. I'm totally sorry. (laughs) Oh, it's a dope experience that you just shared, bro. It's beautiful, beautiful stuff. And you you said logic always kicks in and tries to to, uh, steer you away from it. But it's always worth it when you go through with it. You know, I've done things like that a couple of times and I know how it feels. But I know we're coming up at the top of the hour. As always, it's always oh, an ready. amazing feeling already, man. Already. Because, <laughs> you know, we try always try to keep it like, you know, short and pithy. But don't worry, there will be other experiences like this one. But definitely, I, you know, if we don't, because again, it's all synergetic and I enjoy the energy that we share. Tell, I really, really do. And I really feel that, you know, this kinship and this friendship and this bond that we're building is something that I really cherish and value. And I only, again, as always, want to thank you for it because your wisdom and your patience and um, the, 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 the beauty of your spirit is something that is truly genuine. And I can't thank you enough for, for, for being here. I really do appreciate it. I appreciate your appreciation. I also, <laughs> I also appreciate, you know, being on the podcast and having this, this chance to, uh, articulate exactly what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing and hoping that, you know, it does provide value for you and all of your listeners and viewers and everything all together. You know, I'm having a lot of fun and I, so I enjoy doing it. So true. So true. So again, the first of me, the second of many uh, guys, he is Talmadge Spicer on our uncle Sonny on Facebook. He is uncle Sonny on Instagram. As always, we'll link all the links and all the IGs and all the presences uh, to all these projects and his wonderful presence. Do follow him on Facebook. Do follow him on Instagram because there's a lot of great conversation going on. And of course, always a lot of positive energy. Walk with me, talk with me. As I always like to leave the floor open to the guest, as always, a kind word, a positive thought, a call to action, a quote, anything that everybody can wake up tomorrow and know next call to action, you know, to take it to the next level. What can we leave them with? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's going on, everybody? This is the Uncle Sonny Project reminding you to mind you and to have the guts to follow your guts. Get excited. Love, love. As always, love is the answer. Love is the path. Love is the journey. Thanks so much, Mr. Tal Spicer. Have a terrific evening. Guys, Awaken the Awesome, another episode, wonderful, full of energy, guidance, love, motivation. Stay safe, stay blessed, and as always, please do have a terrific evening and stay awesome. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We do love to get your feedback, so please drop us a line. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review. We always do appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.